Hey, welcome to Cut to the Chase, the breakdown on American politics with your host, Brooke. I hope you guys are having an insulated good day, good weekend. It is uh, Saturday, um, April 4th. Um, I'm going to be talking to you um, about our current climate, what we're going through. I do want to start off by saying thank you to all of my new listeners. I appreciate you. Um, Everyone that has taken the time out to listen to what I'm sharing with you, um, I do want to let everyone know again that it's my goal to love and to be loved. And the way that I show love is to serve my community. And this is my way of um, serving the community. So let's go ahead and get right into it. I'm going to start with um, some actual numbers. So on my last podcast, I shared numbers that really was just off the top of the dome. Um, You know, just off my recollection. And I thought about it and I said to myself, I really need to be a little bit more accountable with those numbers because I hate for somebody to try to come after me and say, didn't you say on such and such date that blah, 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 and wasn't that inaccurate? And then I had to get real, you know, uh, accountable. <laughs> I'd have to act in an accountable way and, and concede that I did misspeak. And so I'm saying to you right now that I misspoke on some of those numbers and I'm going to be a little bit more accountable moving forward. Also, uh, if I didn't share with you before, I am from Chicago, born and raised. Um, So you might hear references towards Chicago. Um, And then also some of the music that I select to play, you know, my intros, my outros. I'm learning how to do this. Y'all get down with me. Um, But some of the music that you'll you'll hear, uh, it's probably going to be a little Chicago vibe to it. Um, so with that, I'm going to get into this information about coronavirus. The numbers that I'm sharing with you today are as of yesterday, 4-3, which was Friday, around 3.06 p.m. Yesterday, New York was at 102 thousand eight hundred and sixty three coronavirus case coronavirus cases and the death rate was about three thousand people had succumbed to the disease. Um and then contrastly California if you remember I told you guys the state to look at if you want to know what to do next if you wanna do your very best to um beat this coronavirus situation, the state that you want to take a look at, who you want to peep, is California. Um, California was right behind New York with the virus, and as of yesterday, their cases were at 11,160. Total deaths was 237. Remember, this was as of 3 o'clock in the afternoon when I was able to kind of jot down some notes in between working. Um, And so... The reason why I'm bringing that up is because you have two different states who had two different very approaches at um, figuring out the coronavirus. Now, to be fair to New York, they were first, so they didn't know what hit them. Um, But California is really paving the way. That's the model. That's who you should follow. If you want to kind of understand what you should be doing to keep yourself safe, 
California is going to be the place to do it. As of yesterday, my understanding is California is now implementing that all of their citizens have to wear masks when they're in public. Um, and I've been on that. Um, I've been on that wave um, probably for about three weeks now. Um, it, when we go out in public for any reason, and it's rare, like we've been hemmed up in this house and we've had our moments. Um, but whenever anyone has to go outside, we have masks on, even if we're just getting fresh air, right? Go, don't leave without your masks on your face. Um, so California was at 11,160 cases and their deaths are only at 237. And then as all of this is happening, the markets continue to plummet. Um, you know, it's my goal to really talk to you or break down American politics. What I think is important to understand about American politics is that it is a society that is built on capitalism. And if you can understand that capitalism is the foundation by which the United States operates, then you'll have a better understanding of why things are done the way they are, why you have groups of people who um, are marginalized. Um, you know, if you can understand the political engine, if you can understand how this country is motivated, by what the country is motivated, you know, by, then you'll... You'll, you'll start to understand politics a little bit more clearly. Um, I think I explained to someone one day. Um, so, yeah, I'm from Chicago. And, um, yes, I grew up around drug dealers. And, yes, some of these drug dealers are my friends. Um, some of them have passed away. Um, and some of them grew out of it. But one thing that I learned very quickly about drug dealers it's not that I am promoting the lifestyle, right? But the friends that I had that were drug dealers were very intelligent men. <laughs> very intelligent entrepreneurs. Um, and I want to say that our government is running the same vein of racketeering and um, moving about in mob-like behavior, um, you know, using um, scare tactics, it, you know. It, it, there's, there are a lot of parallels, but we'll save that for another, um, we'll save that for another episode. Um, so yeah, the markets continue to plummet. Um, and we'll talk about, you know, how the markets kind of impact how people that are in the political realm operate. We'll talk about that another time as well. And I don't, I know you're like, man, I want to talk about that now. I hear you, but I want to stay focused on this coronavirus. I want to get us through this um, so that we can have some more conversations in a um in a place of peace. All right, so so a few other things I want to talk to you um about. The second thing that I want to bring to everyone's attention is that 
the nation is at about a quarter of a million cases nationally, 266,000 um, coronavirus cases as of 4-3 at 3.06 p.m. Um, the interesting thing is that more than 100,000 of all those cases are located right there in New York. Um, and then also nationally, the death total is at 6,821. Of that 6,821, New York um, has 3,000 of those deaths. And if I was in New York, if I was a New Yorker, I would be shook, right? Because I will say this about New York. New York tends to be resilient. New York tends to have you know, people on their grind and people trying to make it happen, trying to make it do what it do. You know, a lot of people go to New York to rise as a phoenix out of the ashes. And so I would be questioning, if I were a New Yorker, how did the government let us down like this? Like, how did this happen? Um, and and you, we can go through a, many conversations about what we believe happened, what we think did not happen, um, who dropped the ball, right? We can go through all of that, and I submit that there'll be a time to do so. Um, today, we're just going to try to stick with some really important facts. Um, the, the third thing that I wanted to touch base with you all about is names that you need to know. Names you need to know. Well, obviously, Trump. You need to know that name. I'll tell you that the Washington Post called Trump the commander in confusion. So so, so there's a commander-in-chief, and that's what typically a president is referred to as. But the Washington Post called Trump the commander in confusion. If, by any chance, you <clears throat> read the Bible, I'm not churchy. Um, I used to be, uh, but I, I don't know that I am super churchy now. Um, I do still believe in God and I do happen to know my word. Um, and so with that, I'm just going to say this. God is not the author of confusion. And anybody that reads the Bible knows what that means, right? They probably jumped up out the bed, right? If you sitting there chilling in the bed, you're... <laughs> You sitting in the chair, you doing whatever you do, you jumping up, right? And so the 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 Washington Post called this president the commander in confusion, and 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 he he has masterfully confused the people of the United States for three years straight now, and I, and I want to say beyond three years, I want to say even while he was campaigning. He was masterful at confusing people. Um, let me tell you how you cannot be confused. Stop being willfully ignorant. Well, what do you mean, Brooke? What do you mean by stop being willfully ignorant? I mean, do some research. I mean, read just a little bit about what's happening in this world. Get a, a, a credible source on both sides, right? To the left and to the right. R read just a little bit, 
right? Do a little bit of research, just a tiny bit. Even if your research is coming on this podcast every single day so that you have some solid knowledge about what's happening in your environment, right? What's happening in the United States, what's happening where I live, what is happening with the government that governs over me, that dictates what I can do day to day. Um, being willfully ignorant means, well, you know, I got me and mine, we got ours, so we good, homie. We good, bro. We good. That's willful ignorance. At some point, you have to be more concerned with your people at large, right? Because the success or the thriving of your people means the thriving of us all, means the thriving of a generation and that next generation. And all it takes is just a a itty bitty amount of concern um, for what's happening around the United States at least, right? Um, globally we're, we're connected and that takes a little bit more effort, but at least know what's happening in your state. At least know what's happening in your community, right? At least be up on that. Um, so someone can't say, well, they don't know anything. They're ignorant, right? No, I know a little bit. And I can share this amount with you. Or at least when you're talking to me, I know when somebody's blowing smoke. Or when the commander in confusion is out there with smoke and mirrors. So Trump's the first name I want you to know. Jared Kushner, if you didn't know by now, that is your commander in confusion's son-in-law. I also want to give you this tip. There is a Netflix series that you should check out that talks all about who Jared Kushner is, okay, who his criminal father is, right, and what Jared's motivation has been since he was a young buck in these streets. He's always chased the dollar. And he's always been masterful at presenting in a way that makes people continue to give him money. Um, I'll give you a little tip, uh, tip bit about Jared as well. Jared owned um, many apartment um, complexes in, in New Jersey. Someone, I'm sure, will correct me if I'm wrong, but um, a slumlord. In New Jersey and in New York. And I'm not talking about just like a, oh, well, you know, my sockets was coming out the wall. No, I'm talking about waters pouring into your crib. Okay. (laughs) I'm talking about mold is all through your kitchen. I'm talking about your sinks don't work. And the predatory behavior of Jared Kushner is disgusting. And this is someone who has an ample amount of control over your government. Well, what kind of control does he have, Brooke? We only have so much time today. I can bring it up again if I get 
a lot of questions about Jared, but I've given you a little tip. If you want to take that tip and say, I'm no longer willfully ignorant. I know this about Jared Kushner. I know that his father was a criminal and served time in prison. And I also know that he owned property in New York and New Jersey, and he was a slumlord. And I mean a disgusting slumlord. If you have that piece of information, it is accurate. You can take it to the bank, baby. You can cash in on it. Cash in on that. Check. Okay? It's factual. That's who Jared Kushner is. And that who, that is also who has a considerable amount of power in your government. On Wednesday, I believe it was, Wednesday evening, Jared Kushner um, said in front of um, a... uh, listening audience that the stockpile of items, um, medical equipment that was in Washington, he said, that that's that's not that's not for the states. That's that's for us. Exactly who in the fuck is us? Jared? <laughs> like partner, what are you what you talk? What? What you mean? Yeah, he was quoted in saying that. So I want you to. That's the second person. I want you to be aware of. And then there's just one more person for today, and his name is Dr. Fauci. Dr. Fauci um, is with the Corona Task Force for the White House, and he also happens to be the director of, Na- of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases. So this guy was pretty cold um, when it came to several epidemics. Um, and, 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 and epidemics, pandemics, this guy's been around. He's a, a pretty smart cat. You may have seen him on television. Little short white guy. Glasses with like all gray hair. Older. I, you know, like he looks to me to be about 70. But I could always look his age up. But he is very smart. He was quoted the other day and saying, I just don't understand why we aren't under a federally mandated shelter in place. Let's talk about the shelter in place, okay? Because that's my next piece, and we're getting ready to end here because I don't want the, I don't want to overwhelm you with information. So you got your three names that you're going to remember. That's Trump, that's Jerry Kushner, and that is Dr. Fauci. And you got to know that Dr. Fauci is the real business. Here are the terms that I want you to understand. Federal versus state mandate. Federal versus state mandate. So the federal government really calls the shots. The feds call the shots, right? The states can do stuff all they want, and typically they do, right? You have separate laws in separate states for separate reasons, and governors make decisions, 
you know, for their states and mayors of big cities make decisions for their cities, right? That's kind of how, how this chain of command goes. You got the mayors at the bottom, then you got the governors right above them, and then above them are the feds, right? The feds make decisions on a national or would, should make a decision on a national shelter in place. Shelter in place means sit down in your crib. Don't move unless you got to get something to eat, right? Unless you got to get to the grocery store, I want you to come back to your crib. I want you to sit down because I don't want your asymptomatic ass to spread this virus around. What your commander in confusion did was allow the governors to make their own decision about who was going to shelter in place when they were going to shelter in place, right? When they, so, so com, commander in confusion said, hey, governors, here's a bit of confusion for you. Even though we've seen shelter in places to work in places like South Korea, you guys go ahead and make that decision on your own. And so you had a host of red states, to whom which I'm not going to list on this show this evening. Um, you had a host of red states, but I will say Florida and Mississippi. Those are two red states that refuse to put shelters in place. Now, here's what's up with that. Let me tell you why that's ass backwards. One wise man by the name of D.L. Hughley said, it's like standing on one side of the pool and somebody else on the other side of the pool is peeing. The somebody else is going to be a gang of people is on the other side of the pool peeing and you on the other side sheltering in place. Well, that don't mean shit if you got the other side of the pool with 15 people pissing in it. And that's how you have to look at this national mandate to shelter in place. We need a national mandate to shelter in place. If we don't have that, if that doesn't come soon, if everyone, every every state, every city, every county, right? If the entire country does not sit down, the virus will continue to move about this country and it will continue to take lives because it will always live because people have not made a decision to have a seat because of your commander in chief. All right, I'll get back with you all later.